Hello, it's Hannah Nieves of the Thrive Society podcast. And today I have Karima of Karima Creative. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so, so much for having me. I totally appreciate you coming on. And for those that don't know you, can you share more details on who you are, what you do, who you serve? Yeah. So I am a brand and web designer. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I work with entrepreneurs all over the world. And I really kind of take an intuitive approach to designing because so many people, you know, are constantly going through the battle of, I I don't know really what I want or who I am or what that looks like. And so I try to take like a strategy and then also just kind of like gut check intuition um, approach to design. I love that you do that. I mean, I'm a manifesting generator. I don't know what you are, but I am all into that as well. So love that you bring that intuition into your design studio. So can you walk us through, you know, your story? Like, how did you get to where you are now? What did that look like for you? Yeah. So I actually don't have much of a formal training in design. So I'm pretty self-taught. I went to college. I was from West Virginia. I graduated with a PR degree and I actually was really into the journalism side of things. So I was an editor for the paper. Then I was a editor for a few national fitness magazines. I like uprooted my life and moved and writers don't get paid a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Like at least when you are starting out out of college. And so I was just going through a really rough time financially. And then I, I really sunk into this deep depression and Mm -hmm. I got fired from my job literally verbatim. He said, you are so unhappy. And and he Mm -hmm. thought it was a work thing. And it really was just a, a whole, I don't know. It was so much more than that, but After that, I had really lost everything. I had lost my apartment I because I couldn't pay for it. I obviously lost my job. I was living out of trash bags in my car, literally just like couch surfing through people's, you know, like apartments who I had made, just the very few friends I had. Um, I remember one day I have a dog and I literally had to feed her like I had frozen hamburgers and I had to make her one and feed her one (laughs) because I couldn't even afford dog food. And I uh, I then decided that that was going to be like my rags to riches story, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I started trying to like design resumes and stuff for like $25, like half a tank of gas, whatever that was. Wow. And, and it just, it obviously was not getting me rich and helping me pay off my, my 15K of credit card debt. So oh. Yeah. And then I I kind of just randomly got introduced to a business coach who was doing market research through a friend. And before I even had a business, I hired her. I still really don't know why. It was just kind of like this. It was more than I obviously could even afford. I couldn't even afford rent and she was double that. And then, yeah, I just kind of went all in for it. Wow. Wow. And I resonate so much with that when you mentioned like putting things on credit cards in the beginning of your business. Now I never recommend that, but that's a personal preference, but literally I did the same exact thing. And you mentioned before that, you know, you really work with people and bring in the intentionality into your design. And it sounds like that was a gut check that you probably made to work with that business coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and it really was so interesting because after I invested, I, it was not like I was super confident afterwards. And I just had this like full new energy. Like I sat there and I almost threw up because I was so sick to my stomach on the amount of money I spent. And I called my mom and she was like, what do you mean you hired a business coach? Do you have a business? And I was like, well, no. (laughs) 
I love it. I love it. So like fast forward to now, you know, did you kind of like start in that space? Did you move into the design agency space? I guess like what kind of prompted you to go into the agency side of things? Yeah. So I had realized when I was working for the paper and stuff that I was always trying to design it instead of write for it. Mm. And so I'd always ask people like, Hey, do you want me to do this infographic? Do you want me to do this? Like, you know, editorial spread we need, what do you need? And when I hired my business coach, we talked about, you know, doing social media management. Cause that's, I was like a director of marketing, um, for a few years and like healthcare after I got fired from my job and weighted tables. I did that. And I just still felt unfulfilled, but I had that background of social media and I was like, I can do that. And then Mm -hmm. I realized that that really didn't, you know, light me up, but what did was designing. And so I just decided to really go all in and try to be a designer. And I did fake projects. I did like, people would say like, oh my gosh, did this brewery already hire you? I was like, that was completely fake. Like at the beginning, (laughs) I was like, no, that was just like a fake, like creative warm up I did because I didn't have any clients, but I just Mm -hmm. had this constant, it felt like, I don't know, something in my head that was just saying like, go for it, go for it. And so I I decided to just move and quit my job and start fresh. I had left my ex-fiance and I just wanted like to create the life I knew I could. Mm -hmm. And I listened to all the podcasts and all the like consumed any free resource I could. And I just, I started to network and just slowly I started to, you know, get clients, do work for free and really be able to build up my, my portfolio and testimonials and then actually get clients that would finally pay me. Wow. And that, look at you now, look at you yeah. now, sister. Let's switch gears a little bit, uh, a little bit about branding. And I want to talk about, again, branding is one of my favorite subjects to talk about. And there's so many pieces of branding, both like both the visual elements, but also, you know, the messaging that goes behind a brand. Can you share, like, why is it so important, especially in the beginning stages of your business to focus on like your branding and positioning, whether it's the aesthetics or the messaging? Yeah. So I think the Well, I mean, you know, we could both talk for days about how important it is for so many Mm -hmm. reasons, but my, my thing when I tell people why they should do it even early in their business, even if it's not necessarily like investing big early on or whatever that is, but really to really to like, think about it is because it actually really helps you show up. Like it gives you confidence, Mm -hmm. especially when your business is new and you feel like you don't really know what you're doing yet. And that, you know, people are, we all have these insecurities around our business when we start, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's a whole other world and we, we get imposter syndrome. We get stuck in analysis paralysis, but when you get clear on your brand and who you are and who you want to show up as, it helps you just actually like do that on a daily basis. You don't get stuck in the decisions every day. Like, oh, am I allowed to, you know, even use a cuss word in my Instagram caption? Mm -hmm. Are people going to judge me? Or do I need to make sure all of my photos have like this look? It just is making all of these decisions that, you know, help make your life easier. So you're not spending hours in Canva thinking like, oh, well, I really like blues, but also maybe I'm a pink girl or maybe Mm -hmm. I need a script, but you're actually just sticking to something and moving forward with it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so powerful though. Like once you've really nailed your branding and your positioning, um, it also just helps you to become known for something. So I know I agree. We could talk about this for hours. Um, what are some tangible tips that you recommend when someone is looking to either define their brand or pivot and relaunch a new brand? That's a question I get a lot. Um, especially from those that are even like maybe in the service-based industry and wanting to launch a physical product. Like, are there any tips that you recommend when one is looking to really redefine or pivot a brand? Yeah. So I think it's really sitting down, like mental white space is so important when you're digging deep and just really figuring out like what's important to you, you know, from a value standpoint, like what are your values? What do you want to be known for? What difference or change do you want to make? And then even asking people, you know, like how, how do others, especially people that are your people, how do they perceive you? Because we all just with what we put out into the world before we even have a business, we're slowly crafting our own brands, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of like what you see with memes that are really funny. And you're like, oh, that's so on brand. It's because we have our personality, our personal style, mm-hmm. the things that we're naturally attracted to are all of these different pieces of the pie that make up who we are. Exactly. And so I love to tell people to literally reach out to five people. If it's, you know, it could be like family members, obviously, mm-hmm. but if you are actually in business, reach out to your amazing clients, like the people Mm -hmm. that you've worked with that you love and say, you know what, like, tell me five words to describe me. Um, you know, what colors do you think of when you think of me just kind of seeing what's already there and pulling from that, because it's really interesting to see ourselves from another lens and someone else's eyes, because we don't necessarily do that when we're in it. Exactly. And especially our ideal client's eyes, because a lot of times they're mirrors of who we are, even if we don't really realize that, but we have a lot of the same things that, you know, they're attracted to because that's Mm -hmm. what we're putting out into the world. And And finally, just picking a direction and sticking with it, because like you just said on the last, on the last statement is just, it really is about consistency and brand recognition and planting the seed and having these like touch points and people knowing who you are when they see Mm -hmm. something that you post. And so just really working on kind of like nailing it down and making sure you're creating a brand that you will be consistent with. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, again, it goes back to, like you mentioned, like the visuals, but also like the messaging you put out there, but visuals are really, really important. And I really think they kind of like bring your brand together, you know, aesthetically speaking. Okay. This is amazing. Want to shift gears again here and talk about self care as an entrepreneur. It's something that I feel it's sometimes can be a little bit trendy. Oh, how do you, you know, utilize self-care in your own life? But like, what are some of the ways that you've been able to maintain balance while growing this agency and studio, but also taking time for yourself? Is there anything that you recommend for those that are listening? Yeah. So I think it's, it's really easy to overthink self-care, you know, and especially like you said, because it is kind of like a buzzword that people are constantly using in content. And it makes us think that it has to almost be like glamorous to an extent, Mm -hmm. but I think really getting clear on, even if it's doing like some internal work and thinking about like the vision and what you're doing it all for and making sure that everything you do on a daily basis is aligned with that. Because if you 
continue to, you know, work yourself to the ground and don't take care of yourself, there's going to be something really bad that happens. That's going to be a wake up call. You know, that's just how it always goes for people. Like it's never just, oh, well, I woke up one morning and I decided I was going to start, you know, Mm -hmm. having a healthy work-life balance. It's no, like my relationship failed or I ran my business into the ground or something like that, that has to happen. And so it's just making sure you don't get there. And so I know what's important to me and what I have to do to protect my mental health. And I know that that's getting off work every day at like five to six or, you know, just feeding my brain gentle thoughts throughout the day. I have mantras that I refer to that just tell me that, you know, I'm doing my best, that I'm a human, that it's just work. And Mm -hmm. I've always had just really bad anxiety and I'm a people pleaser like through and through. And so even just going to therapy and going to my Mm -hmm. doctor's appointments, like going to my dentist, you know, my dental checkup every Mm -hmm. six months, that's all self-care. And we think that it has to be this Instagram worthy, like bubble bath spa day, candles lit, but it really can be showing up for your doctor's appointments, scheduling time to just have mental white space, you know, going out and laughing at a funny TV show. Like it can be whatever makes you feel good and you have to just schedule it. You have to literally make it a non-negotiable to Mm -hmm. the point that I have to write it in my calendar sometimes like, Hey, go take a shower in the middle of the day so you can relax a little bit, you know? Um, and I think that remembering that wellness is a business decision, like it is Mm. one of the biggest business decisions is so important because nothing in your business can work if you can't. Oh, that was so, so good. And that's why I asked that too, because like you said, it almost is like a buzzword right now and documenting the morning routines of, of so many things that you do, but it's like finding the right thing that feels aligned with you. I love that you mentioned that and the simple things like showing up for your doctor's appointments. I mean, I just booked my dentist appointment the other day and I was like, I'm I'm on exactly every (laughs) six months, but it's so true. Those small things, and even just like taking a step outside. I love to go outside, even when it's cold, I'll bundle Mm -hmm. up. I live in the Northeast, so it gets real cold up here, but finding time to get outside with nature is huge, huge for me. Yeah, exactly. And it it can even just be like making a little list of like things that actually do bring you joy like that, you know, like going on a morning walk or having slow time in the mornings with your coffee where you're actually just like journaling. And, but I mean, so many people think too, like, oh, Mm -hmm. to practice self-care, I have to journal. I'm not going to do that. And it's always the first thing that we seem to let go when we're stressed. And so seriously, like making it a non-negotiable with things you actually enjoy. I feel like that's the best thing you can do Mm -hmm. for your business. So, so good. You are amazing. This is amazing. And I want to segue into one of my favorite parts of the ep- every episode of the Thrive Society podcast. And this is actually why I started the podcast. Um, and I get a lot of feedback from people who listen. And my whole point of starting this was to really uncover the raw stuff, the stuff that people don't talk about, the struggles, the things that people go through outside of Instagram, right? Because sometimes Instagram can be a beautiful, shiny reel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but has there been anything in your business, in your life that has really shaped the trajectory and helped impact you to get to where you are now? Yeah. So so many things, but there's mm-hmm. one that really, I, I was thinking about this earlier and it was just back in, um, you know, February when everything really started to, to get scary in the world. And I realized that I was somebody, and I never really realized this about myself before, but, um, who was 
starting to like project their feelings into work, you know? Mm. And so basically instead of like actually showing up in my personal life and with things that I was going through and trying to work through those, I was just masking them and distracting myself with working more and trying to do more. And it really took me, it was, I lost a really good friend to suicide in March and it was, it was awful because it was just, it was the, the state of the world. It was everything happening. Like, and it was just so much on my shoulders. And I remember that I was going to like take the weekend off and just like unplug. And then I was like, no, like, I'm just going to work because this is the one thing I have control over, you know? Mm -hmm. And it literally took something that was that awful to happen to make me realize perspective, you know, which is so, so important. Like what actually is important is replying to this email. That's going to get right back in my inbox 10 minutes later, you know, on like a small edit or something more important than actually giving myself time to heal. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to literally just work ourselves to burnout. And again, burnout's one of those other buzzwords that we hear so much, but then when you experience burnout, you know that it is Mm -hmm. nothing like just some Instagram caption that you reference all the time when you're tired. Like burnout is literally like just wanting to give up everything. Mm -hmm. And, and I know you've experienced that too, you know, And, and it was, that's just where I was. And then that's when I really realized that I had to take a step back and think about the bigger picture and trust that I had a business that was going to operate even if I did take a step back. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I started outsourcing more, investing more, hiring a team. And thank goodness I did because now it's like the wheels don't stop if I take a day off. You know, things are going to keep going. And I think it it had to take something so awful to put in perspective that we deserve to live and actually enjoy our lives and have work as still just a job. It's, it's Mm. not something that you have to lose your identity into. Oh, absolutely. And this year I think has tested every single person in some way or some form it's tested everyone. And it's so, so true. Like that burnout, unfortunately it happens to a lot of people where we get to that point where we want to give up. And for me, like that was going to the hospital last summer. Yeah. 2019 going to the Mm -hmm. hospital because my body was like, no, this time you're not going to be okay. And that's literally what happened to me. So I love that you mentioned that and just keeping it real because it's so true. And especially that happens all the time with our businesses, right? Like we, everything's going good. Something happens. And then you see all the holes within your business that you're Mm -hmm. like, Ooh, I really need to fix this because this is not sustainable. Yeah. And it's, it's the same thing too, that like was mentioned earlier. Like it took it, sometimes it, when we don't realize that it takes something like a life altering event to happen, to put it in a perspective, you know, like, like losing someone or literally having to go to the hospital, like mm-hmm. you said, and it's just like, wow, like it's so weird. The clarity that comes with that. And you're just like, what am I doing to myself? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. You're amazing. Amazing person. Thank you so much for coming on here, sharing your knowledge. Where can people find you, hang out with you, work with you? Yeah. So karimacreative.com is where all of my kind of offers are every way to work with me. If you're DIYing your branding, I have even a really good just workbook that walks you through it. If you want to work one-on-one with someone, I do Squarespace and show it sites and brand design. I also am over most of the time on Instagram at karima.creative. And that's where I'm always 
usually just hanging out, sharing anything that inspires me and, and following people like you who absolutely mm -hmm. show up and inspire me on a daily basis. Thank you. Thank you. You are the best. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you.